Hey pal, and welcome to season three of I've Got Your Back, the podcast. This season is all about well-being. I am so passionate about my own well-being, and I'm so passionate about sharing all of the tools that I've learned over the years that really can improve your overall well-being. So there'll be eight different themes and eight different areas of well-being that we'll cover off. I really hope you enjoy it and let me know your feedback. Hello everyone and welcome to episode six of season three of I've Got Your Back, the podcast. This episode is all about community and talking about how community is so important to our overall well-being and it's such a fundamental of us improving our well-being and yeah just making sure we have different communities in our life. So the reason that I wanted to talk about this is over the years I've had the great honour of being a part of amazing communities and not so amazing communities. So (laughs) based on that experience I want to share with you why I feel it's so important, the benefits of it and how you can actually either form your own community or be a part of other communities. And so the reason why I really believe community is important, if you just think about what is being in a community, and sometimes when I say the word community, I even think people have different sort of ideas or visions in their mind of what a community is, because it, you know, in a very simple way, a community is a physical place where you live with other people. If we look to the very basic definition of a community. However, I believe over the years, that definition of community has gone way beyond just a physical group being together in the same location because the introduction of technology and social media and online courses and Facebook groups and all of these things that have been introduced has allowed the world to form communities all around the world, not just in one physical space. So I I really believe it goes beyond just the community you live in. You may live in a really amazing community and you may get together and do really cool things. And I know that when I personally felt that I was in a an amazing community, when, is it, when I lived in places like Bondi, I felt as if I was part of a community there. Um, in Australia, when I was in, in Byron Bay, I really felt that I was part of a community there because they love and thrive on community so much. They talk about it a lot. They do a lot of community events. Um, you know, a lot of people gather together in Byron Bay. It's just that sort of place where people gather too for festivals or singing or drumming or dancing or whatever it is. It, it seems to be a place where people come together. So I think it goes beyond that. And I really think if we even look at the definition, the Latin definition of community is communitatis. I think that's how you pronounce it, um, which means public spirit. And I actually love that because how beautiful to experience public spirit. And I'm going to share a story with you later on in this episode about one of the most profound times I really experienced being in a deep, connected community with individuals um, that really had that public spirit. And I, I really believe 
that this happens all over the world, but we maybe don't talk about it enough. So if you think about what else does it mean? So it can mean a group of people coming, like coming together physically. Um, but I think it goes beyond that. I think a, group, a community is a group of people sharing common attitudes, common interests, sometimes common goals. Doesn't mean you always be the same goals, but I think common goals. Um, they feel that they belong together. Um, and they have this sort of shared identity. You know, there's something about this group coming together or being in this community that you just feel that they get you and you get them, you know. And the reason why this is so important that you are together in a community with shared interests and shared identities and um, shared things is that you actually fundamentally start to have this feeling of belonging. So when you're part of a community, you start to feel like you belong. Now, what does that mean? It means that you feel seen, you feel heard, you feel understood for just being you without any judgment. Um, and, you know, sometimes I also, also say, and obviously this podcast is called I've Got Your Back, you know, any community that I create, or any sort of work environment or friend environment or whatever it is, I always have that mentality is that I've got your back. No matter what, I've got your back. And sometimes that's quite challenging to do, you know, but a lot of the time it's so powerful because you do create these bonds that can last a very, very long time. And they do create that sense of belonging where if we do have each other's back without judgment, then people are going to feel like they belong here, no matter who they are, what background they're from, what culture they are, the color of their skin, like all of that. When you create a community that just accepts all of that, that's where it becomes really powerful and that's where belonging comes in. Um, and I really feel that this sense of belonging is so important in this age that we're living in. I want to think community is so important, but the, the sort of benefit of a community is belonging. Um, is because I feel as if so many people now do feel alone, do feel that they don't fit in, do feel that their ideas and their beliefs and their identity isn't welcomed. And you know what? Like, if if we were to think about nature, and nature is so diverse, right? If you think about all the trees, all the plants, all the animals, like, nature is the most diverse thing in the planet but somehow when it comes to humans if people are slightly different or not the same as us we sometimes can ostracize them from community or from events or from different things just because they're so different and diverse and it's like we actually need to follow in the footsteps of nature and mirror nature because nature is us and, and we are nature we evolve from that place so it's like we have to embrace diversity and when we embrace that diversity and shared identities and our different identities um, that belonging starts to kick in and you can really create amazing communities that are completely diverse um, and create belonging at the same time. So I wanted to share with you like a couple of um, communities that I've been a part of over the years that have actually shaped me and helped me and really taught me a lot so if I, I was actually preparing for this episode. I was thinking, what are the major sort of communities that you've been a part of? And the first one that came to me was dancing. So 
I actually started dancing when I was three years old up until I was 23. So for 20 years, the first 20 years of my life, every single week, I went to dance classes and formed relationships and a shared identity with my dance school, with the other people there in my local community, because this was a local dance school. And I actually thought back to like what that did for me. And it, it did so much. Like we had this passion for dance, right? And to do it for 20 years all through teenage years is something quite big. Because most most young young people, when they get to their teenage years, they sort of give those things up, you know, things that they maybe started when they were younger, but they're too cool for it in teenage years. But I was actually thinking, like, why did I stay a part of it for 20 years? And one, I just loved to dance. Like I loved showing up every week having the ability to ex- just dance I just loved it it was just fun it was a, a way for me to express um, and I, and I, I genuinely really enjoyed dancing and I felt you know I had a gift for it you know um, and that was sort of backed up by sort of recognition through exams and I would get like good results and all that sort of stuff so but the other thing was I just loved the people that I danced with and even thinking about you know, nearly 20 years after that. So I gave, I ended up giving, like I could, te- I basically got all the way to teaching dance because I did the qualification. That's how long I was in dancing. I got to the point where I could actually teach it. But once I got my qualification, I then got a real job. I gave it up and I never danced for the next, well, obviously dance in social situations and various other things, but not professionally, not like um, going to classes and stuff. And for over a decade, I didn't do anything. And then I returned back to Scotland and I reconnected with Jackie, who runs another dance school, who we actually danced with in those 20 years. And we developed that bond. And now I'm in that dance school, one dancing again, doing stuff I've never done before, hip hop and pom. And I'm also teaching, which just brings me so much joy because now I'm nurturing the next generation of dancers in the community, right? And I think back, I'm actually teaching those three-year-olds. You know, I'm teaching, oh, makes me quite emotional, actually. Like, thinking back to when I started at three years old and having those teachers and having that guidance and having that dance community, like, what that could lead to. Because dancing is obviously fun, and and I think at that age, you know, it's all, it always sort of seems fun, but it teaches you so much. It teaches you discipline, teaches you excellence it teaches you to keep going keep practicing and there's so many things about dance that resilience it just teaches you so many life skills as well as fitness and health and well-being as well and movement so I actually think like that was the first community I was really a part of and it actually formed who I was in those early years and a part of my identity and it stayed with me this whole time that I've actually come back to it which is amazing, right? Because then when I've come back to it, I then help the next generation of dancers. So I think my first point would be like, you know, if you don't feel like you're part of a, a, a community, then think about what you're passionate about, what you're good at, like dancing. With, you know, I didn't really have a choice at three years old. It was pretty much mom saying, you're going to go to dancing. Um, but as I got older, I really loved it and, you know, kept, kept it going and kept showing up. So I would say... Think about what you're passionate about because when you have a passion that can sort of bring you in a, into a community 
and then start you off and, and, and sort of get you going. So that's the first thing I would say is around maybe a community around your passion. The, the second story I want to share is the next major community that I feel came into my life or I came into the next community was Arbonne. So I've been in the Arbonne community now and I call it a community. I think sometimes you can call things community and they're not really communities. It's a bit of a buzzword now. But I really see Arbonne as a, as a family. It goes beyond, I think, as well with dancing. It goes beyond a community. It feels like home. It feels like family, right? Um, and when I think about Arbonne, when I started, this, the thing, that the common interest that I had was that I had big dreams. Like when I first heard of Arbonne, I was in my early 20s and I had these big goals and ambitions and I really wanted to make them happen. And for me, a big dream back then was to live in Australia, to live and work in Australia. That's all my childhood dream from 15 years old was to live and work in Sydney, Australia. That was it. And so when Arbonne came along, it sort of created this sort of business community for me, you know, entrepreneurship community and personal development community. It was like everything mixed into one um, where I could actually, you know, everybody that was in there, we were all quite young when we started. So we all were quite unusual because most of us were doing full-time jobs, but we wanted to do something extra. And back then, that was, I mean, even now it's a bit weird for people. You know, I think more and more people are starting agencies or, you know, doing multiple jobs or having portfolio careers that I've spoke about before. But, you know, 14 years ago, like, we weren't, like, it wasn't normal to start a side business a long time alongside a full-time job. So I think instantly I had a connection with those people because we wanted to create more in our lives. We didn't want to settle for the nine to five job and just get by. We wanted to create more, right? And become more. We had this enthusiasm for being in a positive environment. We had an enthusiasm for personal development. We had an enthusiasm to um, make an impact in people through products. Um, we did we did enthusiasm to make more money of course you know I think that's all I cared about back then was just how do I make more money because I didn't have any savings or anything so in that community I feel as if the shared interest was we wanted more from our life than our work and so that community really helped cultivate that ambition in me and it still does because it's evolved over the years of what, you know it's not exactly what it was in the beginning you know now I feel as if the impact there is to, you know, use our bodies of equal to help people create additional incomes, but also have a really positive impact on the planet. Like, I think it's it's both, you know, and doing community events and wellness events, I think it's just evolved so much. But that, def that community definitely allows me to be who I am, but also to be a part of something bigger, right? And I think when you're in a group where you feel like you're a part of something bigger, that's really good for your well-being as well because you feel as if you're all in it together and you're working to something greater. And the way our bond works is when you work together in your goals, everyone achieves more, right? So I feel as if that that could be something like if you, again, if you feel that you've struggled with communities or, you know, you're just maybe thinking about this for the first time, like how could you get into a community that fosters your ambition maybe for business? to maybe create more, to create that side business or whatever it is, you know, you could be digital marketers that get together, you, you know, you could be, I don't know, like there's lots of things you could be, but there's definitely groups that I think would help foster the business side 
perhaps of what you want to get into or the work or more work that you want to do maybe you're not even in that space yet but you know maybe you work in IT like I worked in IT but I ended up in a business of health and wellness like I didn't see that coming but the community inspired me so then I learned all about health and wellness right so maybe it's something that you want to get into but you're not there yet so join it now because in a few years from now the likelihood is you will have a business over doing work in that space right the the third community that I wanted to speak about and this is definitely more recent but I really feel strongly about this community it's a B Corp community and if you haven't heard of that before check out some of my previous episodes I did a whole C season one it was all about B Corps and you know B Corps are a group of businesses that are all using their business for a force to create a force for good to have a positive impact on people communities and the planet and I love business so for me when I found out about B Corps I thought wow these businesses are all looking to improve their social and environmental impact. They're looking to be better every single day. They're not just profit driven. They want to have be really purpose led. And so when I started to hang about with those business owners in that community, I started to get more passionate about what more could we do. And I get ideas from them so that I could apply that into my other businesses. And I remember just thinking, these people get the way I get business. And not a lot of people get that, right? Um, so B Corp is another community again it's a business community but I think it goes beyond that it's sort of a community of people that care about the planet so deeply that they're willing to create businesses to make an impact and they're not going to wait for government or not for profits I know that all you know not for profits do good work but it's just like you know these businesses are not prepared to wait for politicians or governments to change to basically make the impact, they're going to do it now through the vehicle of a business. So that that's what I love about that community. So again, looking for a community that inspires you to do more, I feel as if, or maybe challenges you. I remember when I first sort of get into that space and the social environmental space, I literally knew nothing. It's so funny, actually. I just did a post on social media about me being a finalist for an environment, an environmental star award. And I actually laughed because I was like, even a few years ago, like I would still be up to my eyeballs in plastic and not giving a crap about the planet. Like, honestly, and being truly honest with you, I'm sure that many of you are in that situation or, you know, but I really didn't care. And it took me to feeling a bit uncomfortable when I hear certain people speak about what we are doing as humanity or as humans, and, and I could I knew that I was doing some of these things to basically harm the planet. And I actually had to sit with that and decide, okay, well, am I just going to keep going doing the same behaviors and the same habits, harming the planet? Or am I going to sit in these rooms with people that know more than me, that I feel quite challenged by, that I'm quite scared I'm going to have to change quite a lot of things. And, you know, I'm going to have to... Uh, essentially change my city right and I remember thinking that a few years ago like this is so different like I'd, I've not really been taught this I don't really I get it but like how do I make that transition how do I make these changes so I ended up putting myself into rooms that felt uncomfortable so again maybe you find your community in a room or in an online community or whatever it is whatever, wherever you end up that makes you feel uncomfortable but in a good way because some Sometimes when you feel challenged or you feel triggered, that's the moment to lean in and say, okay, this is curious. This is interesting. Why 
am I reacting to this? Like, what is actually going on? And I believe nine times out of 10, it's, it's likely because you have to lean into something and likely need to change something in you. Um, so yeah, that's another way to look at communities. Maybe join a community that challenges you to be a better human. You know, I think that's always, always a good thing. Um, and then just lastly on that social enterprise is another community I've become a part of very recently because I really see in the world a lot of social injustices. I see a lot of inequality and I know all these things and I see them all the time. And I'm like, how can I be an advocate for the businesses that are helping these social challenges and issues and social enterprises to me and social entrepreneurs, they're out there like, again, creating businesses and enterprises to solve these social injustices. Um, whether that's, you know, there's lots of there's lots of people that do lots of different things, but you know, these enterprises really are when I when I started to sort of get into that community, I was like, wow, they just care so deeply about people. Like it's insane. And anyone that's sort of ostracized from community they fight for they they sort of create an enterprise to help those people and again that basically sat with me like I was like this is these are the people that I want to advocate for these are the enterprises that I want to raise the voice on you know this is a community I want to choose to put myself in and with that community it's a slightly different role but I've been appointed as a board member um which means again I can advocate at a different level it's not me in amongst it but well it could be me and amongst it but it's essentially like as a board member I can really use those strategic skills and mindset and business decisions to help steer the community to get bigger um to have more impact to have a louder voice like I think there's so much opportunity there so that's what I've decided to do um, and then lastly what I wanted to share was and, and I shared this at the beginning of the episode is when that um what was the thing I talked about it was like public spirit that's right I wanted to come back to this and so when I lived in Byron for about 18 months it was actually in the middle of the pandemic and what happened towards the end of me living there was Byron the, the whole northern rivers area of New South Wales and Australia so the top part of New South Wales um got completely flooded and when I say flooded you know in some of these villages in the northern rivers it was up to like 14 kilometers high so like I think it's kilometers yeah so it was basically like the water if you think of a petrol station or a gas station the water was right up to the sign at the top of the petrol station that's how much flooding occurred in these villages now, I had, um, yeah, obviously been only living there for maybe a year. And I remember when that happened, basically, the government didn't declare a state of emergency. So it was basically down to the community for the first week to 10 days to rally together. And I honestly have never seen or been a part of anything like this in my life. The way that the community came together was unbelievable there was shelters set up within 24 hours there were people driving all over that region to bring clothes to bring toiletries to bring we basically created like many shopping centers and some of these pop-up um villages 
we we went round villages literally scrubbing people's houses because the water had gone up so far and then the river you know water had all in the sewage had all come together so people's houses were literally caked in mud on the walls um, and if we let that dry then basically the whole house is ruined right so you know, we just jumped in cars. I got together with complete strangers I'd never met before, all jumped in a car to go and clean a woman's house that we knew of that had been completely flooded. And every, I mean, it honestly was like, I mean, I even think back to this, I, like, I can't even believe that happened. It literally, I felt as if I was in a war zone. That's what it looked like. There was just mud everywhere, everywhere you could possibly imagine. And this, community in the Northern Rivers, like I said before, they already were very community driven anyway. Um, and they had that public spirit, but this just brought everyone together in a way that I've never experienced. Like so selfless. Um, just, yeah, the, what people did, the money that was raised, how people showed up, the things that were donated. It's just incredible. And I think it's important that you know, even where you live, like think about like where you position yourself. Are you in a community? Like if some if a disaster or an emergency was to happen, would they rally? And to be honest, I know how humanity works and you know how you work. Like we are all geared to help one another and be of service. Like there's no better feeling in the world we are helping someone else. And when you have that, sometimes it it's a shame because it takes something like that, but not necessarily in Biden, but in other places, it takes some sort of disaster or something to happen that really brings the community together or the community shows, it's, you know, it's real true colours and it literally rallies together. But, you know, I remember thinking after that, what if like that behaviour was how we all responded all the time? You know, what if we responded with that public, that that public spirit what if we had that all the time like what if we embrace that real community spirit all the time and we would literally you know put and I remember putting a couple that get stranded in our in our, our little village into the spare room we'd never met these people someone at a local pub said they needed somewhere to stay they were an elderly couple or in the bar and we literally just brought them straight into her house, right into the bedroom. No questions, nothing, no checks. Literally come into the house and have a sleep tonight and have a shower. And they made their way the next day and we never saw them again. Like, imagine that that became the norm. Obviously, you know, be safe and all that. But the whole concept of that blew my mind that no questions were asked. We were just there for one another, from one human to the other no one was at different levels. Everyone was just coming together to help. So perhaps think about that. Like, are you in these communities that literally would be there for you, you know? And I think you've got a question if you feel that you aren't, whether it's a work environment or whether it's even a friendship group, like, you know, you do become the five people that you spend the most time with, that you surround yourself by. So when you look at those people, are they aligned to your value? Are they aligned to who you are and who you want to become? Because if they're not, you're literally going to become them. And if that doesn't sit well with you, that's likely a call to action on your part to really assess that and think, well, 
these aren't the five people that I want to become, like, if I look at them, you know, that's not who I want to be. And, you know, you sort of know, because every time you spend time with them, you feel quite drained afterwards. I always, like, pay attention to my energy levels when I've been with someone for, like, a period of time and how I feel after it. Do I feel energised or do I feel completely deflated? And that's a really good test to just actually test how you're feeling. And that can be hard sometimes because these friendships, you know, might have gone back years and years and years and you're thinking, how can I just walk away from that? And, you know, sometimes it can be a really honest conversation or sometimes like nothing really needs to happen. You just go on with life and you start saying no to more things and you say yes to other things. Sometimes it doesn't even require conversation and you sort of know it's already done, you know, and you just move on. I always remember my aunt said, you have a friend for a reason, a friend for a season and a friend for life. And you'll go through all of these friends in your lifetime. And it's okay to have them all, right, at different stages in your life. So I would I would definitely tap into that. Um, yeah, and, and I sort of came up with these sort of like four, four little steps for you to sort of find and join communities or even create your own. You know, you might feel that you've got some sort of passion or some sort of, I don't know, thing that you really value and you feel that if more people came together for this one thing, then that would be a great thing, like whatever it is. So um, number one is start with you. Like I said before, like know who you are, know your values, know your passions, your interests, like what feeds your soul? Like think about you and all of those things and you want to align your community or your communities that you're going to be a part of with those things and those communities that raise your vibration. I've been in plenty of communities where I felt horrible when I left and I thought, I'm not going to go back there. And that's okay. Like you've got got to sometimes try stuff out as well. That's my other thing. Number two is participate is just try them out, be open, be curious. Like sometimes you'll go along to certain communities, you're like, that's definitely not for me. Um, and you'll have maybe have a bit of a weird experience or you might not enjoy it or like whatever. Like that's okay, but at least you put yourself out there and given it a go rather than done nothing at all. Because then you get to know that's definitely not what I want to be a part of. And this is definitely what I want to be a part of. So participate. Number two is participate. Number three is contribute. So once you've decided, so once you've, and you know, you may need to try a few communities, like, you know, it, it doesn't really happen straight away. Um, and you might find that you outgrow a community and that's okay as well. And you're sort of moving on to the next one. Um, but I would say once you've decided, like really nurture relationships in that community, like develop really deep relationships contribute like have and I think a really nice balance of giving and receiving like I think it's important that you do both and you're not just giving all the time and not receiving like the art of being um in a community is it's two-way and I think just in general in life it's important to give and receive so make sure that you're contributing in that way and then number four advocate for your community so when you're really in it or you're running it or you're collectively doing it as a group, then, you know, really advocate for your group and have their back, like call out certain people for certain things that are doing good or, um, you know, sort of recommend someone's services in your group to another person, like whatever it is, or, you know, go out in a group to advocate for what you believe in. You know, you might go and 
I don't know, you might go and um, if it's a social cause you care about, you might need to go and, and protest, obviously peaceful protests that I would recommend. But there may be something there that you actually want to go out and physically do something with that group. So be advocates of something that you you believe in or that you are passionate about, whatever that is. Advocate, 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 and have each other's back. The one thing that I know for sure keeps a community together, no matter the peaks and troughs, or even if they don't stay together, but you know certain people move on, is when you have this philosophy of I've always got your back, no matter what that person decides it's in that community and you know if they go their separate ways or if they stay like when you have each other's back without that judgment and you have these aligned interests and shared um yeah shared interests and shared beliefs and values it's all going to be okay do you know what I mean like but it's so important that I've got your back philosophy like I've built entire businesses on that I've built a podcast on that. Like, and in fact, um, I just want to do this as a little reminder. I'm actually starting a private Facebook group called I've Got Your Back because I really feel that I want to start cultivating. I know a few of you have messaged me, but I want to sort of I want you all to meet each other because I have so many amazing conversations with you individually. But I know if I brought that group together, you could create amazing things or co-create amazing things. So I'm gonna start that. So um, we'll put it in the show notes for this episode, but make sure if you want to, you join the the private Facebook community of I've Got Your Back. And, you know, we'll start to share more things, put the podcast in there. Um, who knows? Who knows what we might end up doing? But I want to create that space. Um, and another thing I want to do is just start a wee bit of a weekly communication, like every Wednesday. You know, Wednesday's my day, day I was born, the day I do a podcast episode. Um, Wednesday, or as my friend likes to call it, Michelle Day. It's not podcast day, it's Michelle Day. We need to get that changed. Um, I'm going to do like a little Wednesday weekly newsletter, but really short, really simple. To it. it will have like wisdom and well-being, um, wealth. It will have tips on on social entrepreneurship um b corp like whatever um recommended books i just want to do like a, a little something from me to you that goes out every wednesday so make sure you subscribe to that um you can join the mailing list in the show notes to make sure you're on that list and also if you want to be part of the private group then i've got your back that's what it's going to be so again it's, it's really important like one like so obviously i'm at the stage where I want to bring that group together because I feel as if it could be a really a really amazing community and we could do incredible things. Um, so I would say once you've found that, it might be this or it might be something else, advocate. So those are the four steps. So one, know who you are and what you value, what your passions are, what your interests are, what feeds your soul. Then to try out a few groups, try out a few communities, see how you go, be open, be curious, no judgment, just go in with an open heart and mind. You will know when you come out of there if that community is for you or it's not. Um, you might need to try a few to get really a part of the one that lights you up. Um, contribute once you're in it and then advocate for it with all your might. And remember, when you're in these communities, have each other's back. That I just think that one thing just personifies everything um, in terms of being a part of a community. So I hope that helped. Um, just something that I, I really believe in. I know that 
massively improves your well-being when you feel I mean even me just talking about different communities I'm a part of now they feed my soul right and it doesn't need to be one it could be multiple and it could be different stages of your life um but I know that it 100% improves your overall well-being when you're a part of true communities because what it does is it actually increases your feeling of belonging and as a human that is one of the most important human needs is to feel like you belong here and I want more people to feel like they belong here on planet earth because I know people that don't or haven't and that can be tough so so important that you either create a community or you're in a community or various communities because I want you to feel that sense of belonging and a place where people have your back. Speak to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Remember, download the Yoga Nidra right after this episode. Make sure you have a listen. It's the most beautiful guided meditation that will regenerate your mind, your body, and your soul. Take care. See you soon.